morning, everyone. My name is Maccabee Griffin, and welcome to Beyond the Pin. Each week, we sit down with well-known... Oh, excuse me, I can't even speak today. I apologize. My brain is not working completely today. My family and I are literally dealing with a little bit of COVID right now in our, our household. But let me rephrase this again. My name is Maccabee Griffin. My co-host, Marcella Gonzalez, will be on here in a little bit. And we here on Beyond the Pen take that well-known adage, read between the lines to a whole new level and beyond. Each week, we sit down with a new author to not only have a discussion about their books, but also learn the story behind the story. So just for a few things, we're going to get out of the way. Um, we got a lot of things going on for the, with the podcast. I'm, when I mean a lot of things, I mean a lot of things. Um, God has blessed us with a lot of people wanting to, to give to... Uh, to the podcast in terms of their time and just helping us to get our name out there for the audience. So for all those that listen to us here and there, thank you, but please tell as many people about us as possible, because again, we want everybody's story to be told. We want everybody to be heard in a way that is going to share and help others to be able to, um, change their lives in one say one way, shape, or form. So I'm going to tell you guys a couple of things right now. And um, for those that are watching on the live stream, right, you'll be able to see it across the, uh, across the uh, uh, screen. Others, well, you're just going to have to hear me say it after a little while. But obviously, each week, every Monday, or excuse me, every Tuesday morning and every Thursday morning at uh, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we will be loading up the audio from our live stream as well as our pre-recorded. That way people can actually uh, share this a little bit better for themselves and to really feel like they are being able to, sh to learn something on their own platform. So we want you to share this Go on your favorite podcast platform and just give us your 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 thoughts on, you know, what authors you want us to 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 uh, interview and just to feel, you know, interacted with everyone around us. We've also, which is funny, we also have our own website now for the podcast at www.beyondthepenpodcast.com to where you can actually go there. You can listen to some of our previous episodes. You can interact um, with us as well. If you're wanting to be a part of the show, please, by all means, give us a, a like on there, share it with everybody, leave us a review. That is something that's really going to help us analytically speaking for, um, for the show. So please leave your reviews, um, share them as many times as you can. And just come and join us with all of this. And here's another thing about great about the uh, podcast is, is that, or excuse me, what about the website is that every time that you go to whatever episode you're wanting to listen to, AKA this one, um, I always have the link to the author's book so that you can go over there and you can get your copy of it. So please, by all means, go there. We want you to support these authors because they have great stories to share with us. They've lived a life on many of these, these people that we've talked to already that can 
help other people, that can entrust people to um, feel like they have somebody that actually knows what they're talking about, what they've been through and stuff like that. Also, you know, you can join us every every day. Join our fan page on Facebook or Facebook at uh, Beyond the Pen uh, podcast page. Uh, I can't even speak. Beyond the Pen fan page. I can't. Man, this today is just going to be fun. I I know this. This is going to be so much fun. Anyways, um, but yeah, we want you to go on there, interact with one another, please, especially. Uh, with all the other people that are in there right now, are, it, the room is growing. We want you to interact. We want you to get the names out there and just help these people, uh, help these authors to become well-known. Give them that chance to become the next legendary literary icon within their field, because we all know that it can happen. We just need y'all to help us out with this. And speaking of w- helping us out, we have, obviously, for people that want to help us to make this better, obviously, uh, everything that we're doing right now, um, we don't have a lot of team members. We have just me and Marcella doing a lot of things. We've had some people stepping up to help us with the marketing stuff. But in the end, I'm the one still doing all the audio. I'm the one still doing all of the um, editing and getting it up and uploading marketing out promos and stuff like that, whatever the case may be. I'm the one doing all of that. And then Marcella is with her, obviously her being the beautiful face of everybody uh, of the show and everything. She's the one that's uh, scheduling everybody out. And um, I want you guys to be able to give us a chance to help us out here. So if you want to donate to the, to the show, by all means, please, we have a cash app. Uh, the information's on there. It's the dollar sign Beyond the Pen podcast or at our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com forward slash Beyond the Pen. Uh, we take all the donations and they are specifically used for operational needs only. Uh, that way we can get everything, the subscriptions paid for, uh, the um, the music paid for, anything that we are doing for promotions, people that are coming in, stuff like that. So anything that you guys can do to help us out, please, by all means, I would really appreciate it. Anyways, so if Marcella, I believe, is up and running and ready to go right now, I'm going to go ahead and bring her in here in a couple of seconds. You good to go? (laughs) We've had a morning of everything. All right, so I'm going to hold off on her real quick. But anyways, you good? All right, I'm going to bring her in. There she is. All good. Oh, good. See, I I, I got to make sure that my 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 uh, my peeps are good. You know, I I, I never want to bring them on, and they're like, "Oh no, why <laughs> did you bring me on like right now?" But no, it's how are you doing today? I think I'm coming down with something. Yeah, but I'm fabulous. Yeah. I am fabulous. <laughs> well, we're fabulous. But we already know Thank that happened. See, there you go. So uh, it's all about that positivity, <laughs> right? It's all about that positivity, all that energy that we're pulling from each other. Anyways, this is the longest intro that we've ever done, but I had to get a lot of that admin stuff out of the way. And speaking of positivity, I mean, and I've already told Marcella this a little bit, and she's had a little bit of a chance to look this over and stuff. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the woman that we're going to bring on today is a true gem. 
I have given her the nickname and she just because of uh, who she is, what she's been through and stuff her whole life. I have given her the name of the wisdom consultant because I believe out of everything she's been through in her life and you have to read the book. And again, it's not that long of a book, but it's still that's a great thing about books. They don't have to be like hundreds of pages long for you to actually get impacted. It can be something that is, you know, 40 to 50 pages, and it's still going to be as impactful as anybody else's. And that's one of the things I really wanted to bring her on to, because this is a woman that just truly impacts what I always say about stories. And that is that every story is important. And has some way, shape, or form of changing someone's life. So our our guest today is someone who is doing exactly that. She is a mother, a grandmother, a minister, educator, and jewelry consultant. Uh, let's see where the wisdom thing came from. Uh, got it. Um, but she is taking the chance of sharing her life experiences with the rest of the world. And we all know how priceless gems of wisdom can be. So I'm glad we have a consultant here to help us with that. I believe her story today will help minister some healing to someone in our audience, either today on our live stream or later on when we hear it, when they hear it, excuse me, on their favorite uh, podcast platform. So without further ado, Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the wisdom consultant herself and author of Broken But Blessed, Miss Erica Whittington Caldwell. Madam, hello, hello, hello. How hello. are you today? I'm great. Uh, see, you know what? I, I, I apologize. I very much apologize to you. I forgot to ask. I, I, probably, I forgot to actually state on here, too a very beautiful woman as well, inside and out. Thank you. Well, I only tell the truth, don't I, Marcella? That's what he says. <laughs> You're not helping. You're not helping me I, here. I will be the one to be the truth teller. And, and uh, yes, Erica, I, I skimmed through because mom life, but the book is wow. And you are extremely beautiful. And I can just tell by your energy how lovely it is, it, how deep it runs. Thank you. See, I wasn't lying. No. <laughs> See? He doesn't lie. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to be a good man here, okay? I know my place. Especially when I have two women on online, I have to know that I have to watch what I say. Um, but no, I, I, I truly love this because, um, I was really moved by, by your story straight right from the start. You know, I could connect with you in the, in the sense of two things. One, my dad, uh, had went through a, a multiple of marriages and he wasn't, it wasn't until his last one that he was really happy, you know, and obviously the other aspect was, uh, and by the way, disclosure, or excuse me, disclaimer, um, just like with Cheryl, there'll probably be here every once in a while we talk about a sensitive subject of being, uh, of dealing with um, uh, domestic violence. Um, 
So if you this is something that's very hard for you to hear, then I would suggest that you go ahead and turn it off. But if you want to get some healing and get some true wisdom from someone who's actually been through it and who has prospered and who has found something that no one else can take away from her and still be happy with the life that she has, I would suggest that you actually continue to listen to us and watch us. Because, again, this is a woman that I truly believe has went through so many storms and yet can turn around and say if she had not gone through those storms, that she wouldn't be in the place that she is now. And so I I believe, again, as I've spoken with many, as I said many times before, I've actually come from an abusive background. You know, mine was earlier in my life, um, at a, I believe probably around two, between two and four years old. But I still get that. I understand what you are going through at some point. And it made me very angry. I will definitely be uh, be truthful on that. But it was your faith that moved me more than anything, you know. And I, I want you, if you please, if you can give our audience a glimpse of what it was like during, you know, those first couple of um, those first couple of marriages, especially at a very young age of being um, 16 years old, being pregnant with your firstborn. I believe it was uh, Drake. Was the first was your firstborn? Is that correct? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Uh, but please, if you could give us just a little bit of insight in that and then how coming out of it in the end as a single mom raising two children on your own most of the time, working three, four, I think it was three jobs at the same time at one point. If you can just give us a glimpse of that, of that life, I, I would really appreciate that. Okay. Um like you said, you know, I got pregnant at 16 years old and um, with Drake and I decided, you know, that abortion wasn't an option for me. So I had my child and um, him and him and um, me and his dad got married and um, it didn't work out. And um, so he moved away. He moved to California and decided he didn't want to do anything. He didn't want anything to do with my son or me. And that was fine because I was determined to do whatever I needed to do to take care of me and my son. And I went to college. I graduated from college and um, I met Leroy when I was in college, which is my daughter's father. And him and I um, got married and, you know, everything else. And um, things didn't work out with me and him either. But making a long story short, um, all the field relationships that I went through made me the woman that I am today. And I tell people, I know the one thing that everybody wants is love. Uh -huh. That's, that's the greatest gift. Everybody want to be loved. Everybody want to be cared for, but I tell everyone don't settle. A lot of people stay in relationships and they're being abused. Their kids are being abused and they're not happy. And they stay there because they don't want to be alone, but I'd rather be alone than be with the wrong person. And I realized that as long as we have God in our life, we're not alone. And my relationship with God is what sustained me. And that's why the chapter, the final chapter in my book talks about my true love, which is God. 
See, you, you know, that's, that is truly something that I'm really, I really enjoyed about it is about that part. And we'll get there a little bit later, but you know, I, I, first off, ladies and gentlemen, you have to get a copy of this book. You have to get a copy of broken, but blessed. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, if you go into the descriptions, you can hit the link, go, it'll go directly to Amazon to where you can get your copy. And I suggest that everybody gets this book. I'm, and this is not me trying to sell anything. I'm legitimately being authentic with you and saying that if you know somebody who's been through this, you're going through it, or you just want to know a little bit more about someone else's story, this is a book that you want to start with because she is legitimately telling you everything about herself here. She is an open book literally an open book. Um, one of the things that I truly admire about you is that you were able to go to, I believe he was uh, your third husband, if I remember correctly. You were able to go to his uh, his funeral after he had yeah. been hit by a, uh, a vehicle. It was like a hit and run on his motorcycle. Exactly. Um, he had, yeah, he, and he had passed away and everything there alone. If I remember reading it properly or correctly, yeah, but correct. Here's here's one thing that I know that a lot of people, especially in my in in my position, would say, "Why? Just why would you do that?" But you made the, you made the conscious decision to say, "Okay, I know this doesn't make sense to anybody else, but I'm going to go and I'm going to say goodbye to him." And this is what I need to do. What was going through your head when you were making that decision? What was it that actually finally made you go and do it? My love for God. Being honest with you. I always, as a minister, I always remind myself that I have to walk in love. And my family always say that about me. They say it no matter what people do to me, I always turn around and forgive them. And it's true. I always forgive people when they wrong me. I always forgive. Man, you you are the the Cajun uh, saint of just forgiveness. I'm, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I'm serious. This gentleman, and I'm going to give a little bit away of this because this is something that's happened to her. And this gentleman made himself look out to be the cream of the crop. You know, he was being nice as can be. He would be, he was just getting out. I think he was in a half, a, a halfway house when you had actually uh, met him. And yeah. I love how you actually titled the chapter two, the wrong turn. And to me that, that said everything about it, about the situation, but it was a situation you needed to go through. Because I don't think personally, as painful as that is, that I just said that, and if someone doesn't like it, you can deal with it, but we have to go through these pains to learn something. And in this case, she learned how to forgive because I'm telling you right now, someone did that to me, I'm not going to forgive them. It's going to be really hard for me to forgive somebody that's going to look at everybody else around me and say, 
oh, I'm the nicest guy in the world. I will do everything I can to take care of you. I will clean the house. I will clean the car. I will take care of the kids. I will love you to death. And then all of a sudden, just start to beat you. I mean, we, we've talked about this uh, on the Wisdom app, uh, especially with uh, Christina Holly and her, her book, The Authentic You. And the same thing with um, Denise Wester and her book, Busting Through. See, I finally got it right. Busting Through, not Breaking Through. But it is this that I'm really, this is like the, the true living, breathing affirmation of that, of forgiveness. Because she was able to put everything aside and still do it just because she wanted to actually be what God said us to be. And that is to be love. And I applaud you on that. I really do. I don't know if Marcella has any words on that one, because I know she, she's pretty, pretty, she's pretty much like me, but she, she's the female version of me on this stuff too. I'm processing. I'm processing. It takes a lot of strength to do what you did. Really, and uh, we have very similar backgrounds, so I'm I'm just learning. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna learn. So, yeah. So, what is it that you really, out of all these things, especially during your early life, what is it besides forgiveness that you were really that you found was your true calling in terms of why you were going through all of this, why you were a a single mom working three jobs, one of them being an educator. Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden still having to deal with all this pain later on as, 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 as well as, you know, what you, you grew up with, you know, Being honest with you, I feel like all of my failed relationships, all of them, even even the ones where I was dating, Mm -hmm. all of my failed relationships made me the woman that I am today. I have no regrets. Every, you know, yes, I went through a lot. Yes, my relationships, some of them were unbearable, but it made me who I am today. And I'm sharing my story with other people in hopes that it would help them. My experience would help them. My pain would help them to realize not to give up on love and not to give up on God. Because when I was working at the jewelry store for 19 years, I came across a lot of people and they would tell me in tears, I'm so tired of going through failed relationships. I'm so tired of keep, keep going through the same thing over and over again. And when I would share with them my story and how all that I had been through, they're like, oh my God, you need to write a book <laughs> because you would really help so many people. But I used to have to run in the back and get tissue from, you know, for my customer crying, you know, in the store. But God used me to minister to them right there in the store. You know, so... What I'm saying is everything that we go through in life is not for us. It's to help someone else. And the enemy tried to get me to be silent about my life. And I had my sister, she had helped me type up my book and um, 
this was before I published my book. The, the oh. enemy was trying to tell me, you don't need to, you, you don't need to publish that book. You don't need to publish it. But the enemy didn't want me to publish it because the enemy didn't want me to help people. But I what said, was, yeah, I'm sorry. gonna publish. They, they, so what was it like actually having to really go through all of those? those hard feelings again and putting them into words was it more of like a, a relief of the heaviness of this burden that you were carrying or or was it something that just was a lot easier just to get out and then when it was done you know that that your body feeling like you almost like you were a feather again being honest with you me writing broken but blessed allowed me to take my mask off Mm. Me writing broken but blessed healed me of my past. It healed me. I've had people to call me, text me, message me, and say, thank you for your story. Thank you for being transparent. Thank you for being real because your book helped me. I had one lady to tell me she gave my book to her daughter because her husband walked out on her with three kids and she said she gave my book to her daughter and she said her daughter said mama if miss erica could do it i can do it too and she said her daughter she said her daughter with tears in her eyes picked up her head and said mama i got this that that in itself i said when she called me when the mother called me with that i was like if I don't get another phone call, if I don't get another message, that is my one. Mm -hmm. Impact the life. My motto is impact the life of one. And, and you know, I, I love it. The, one of the things that you were, I think it was one of the chapters, I think it was like chapter six or seven, you actually titled Forward or Moving Forward. And New Beginnings. Chapter New six Beginnings. New Beginnings. That, that's what it was. But you one of the things you said was because I remember it being in bold forward. Um, but here, here's what I really, really would love you to be able to to tell us is that um, when this first happened to you, you know, you were young, you were 16, I think you were 16, 17 years old when this happened after you uh, with your first husband, and the whole thing about like you, it was hard for you to be in that situation. Obviously being young, being a, you know, your first love, being a, a, a mother of, of Drake and going to school still and being around all of these single friends and everything, obviously that made a, uh, a difference in your your marriage at one point, but obviously the, the main thing that I really want to ask you is when that started to happen, what made, was it you that actually w went to your family saying, Hey, this is what's happening to me. I need to get out of this situation. Or was it um, your siblings or your parents or friends saying you need to get out of this and you need to go. Well, to, what happened was my sisters and brothers they found out about what was going on and they told my dad. Well, once they told my dad, my dad removed me from the situation. He said, no way. 
Are you going mm-hmm. to stay in that? So my dad made me pack my clothes up and leave. It wasn't a choice for me. My dad said, you're out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm probably, I'm, I'm tr- I, I, I want to say this legitimately. I'm, I'm legitimately asking this question, but I'm, not, I'm also not trying to be funny. Um, did your dad actually go to prison for hurting that man? Because if he didn't, I want to know his secret. Because I'm telling you right now, as a parent, if I found out my child, my daughter was being abused and being beaten, I, I would be, I come from a hillbilly background. I know where to hide bodies. And I know, yeah. I know in Louisiana, there are a lot of places to hide some bodies that no one's going to find. Jeez, Mac. I'm right. what? I'm sorry. As a father, I'm legitimately going to say that. I'm going to be like, how in the world did your dad keep his cool enough not to hurt this man? Because well, that's a great question. Well, well my dad, my, my dad is a my dad is a really highly respected man. He was very highly respected by everyone, and um, like I said, he moved to California, so he didn't hang around after he realized my dad was on to him. Smart. Um, smart. My dad, after he realized my dad moved me out and had me to take everything, my dad told me not to touch anything in the house, leave everything there. I didn't, my daddy didn't allow me to take anything but my clothes. He said, your clothes, Drake's clothes, and let's go. So my dad took a stand and he moved to California. And like I said, when he moved to California, he didn't do anything for my son or me. It's, it was like we didn't exist anymore. We didn't exist. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of speechless, which is very hard for me to be sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm, I, I've got a ton of questions that I wanted to ask, but I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm just going off the script right now because of this this subject and it seems like god is really pushing this subject from at least the past three women that we've had on the show already that this is something that needs to be heard there is somebody in this audience either now or later on that is going to be hearing this and i want to make sure that this this story is like the nail in the coffin on, on this subject and saying, all right, she went through this stuff. And, and again, this was back in the, in the, I want to say this, you were 16 in the late seventies, early eighties, if I remember correctly. I born in 66. Yeah. So 76, 82. So, this is a time where there wasn't a whole lot of resources for domestic violence because no one really talked about it. It was a mm-hmm. different, it was a different context in, in the, in society. And now that we have so many people, men and women um, talking out. about this, just speaking out mm-hmm. finally, I mean, it, it's something that I believe we truly absolutely need to to explain to people is that ladies and gentlemen, there are resources out there for you to actually go and find 
there are 1-800 numbers out there that you can call to get you out of these situations. If you are in these these product uh, these projective every day is a different day of like oh no if I say one word or just look at them in the wrong way am I going to be attacked? Yep. I I need you to hear my words right now. I need you to hear Erica's words. I need you to hear Marcella's words. Get out. Get your clothes and get out. Get your children, get their clothes, get out. Because this is something that I am very, very passionate about because nobody should ever be in a situation, just like Erica said earlier, you don't need to be in that situation where you feel like, oh, this is all I've got. This, I, I deserve this because of this or that. No, no one deserves this. No one. And I'm sorry, I'm taking up a, a lot of Erica's time here, but I, I just felt like I really had to say that. And uh, okay, I'm back. You came back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I feel I'm you. Good. I feel you. Um, I I didn't. I wasn't as lucky. My 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 parents wouldn't help. So I'm hoping that everyone who's listening will find somebody, whoever it is. Find, stop a stranger mm-hmm. in the street. Talk to somebody. Tell somebody what's happening to you. As I told my parents, and it was uh, work it out or just leave. And I said, how can I just leave? He's blocking the door. Mm-hmm. There was nobody to help. And Erica, I'm so proud of you for confiding in your family and, and allowing them to help you. Yeah. Because, because again, you know, it is something that here, here's the great thing about the story is that it does have a happy ending. It does have a happy ending. And that's what I really want people to understand is that even go, even though you're going through all these trials and tribulations, these storms that seem like you're just alone in hell, there is things that come out of this. You know, one of the things that you said earlier or that, that it's in there is that, you know, in 2015, you met another man by the name of Kenny. And Kenny was a pretty, it was pretty much everything you asked for when you kept on talking to God, especially with the kitchen sink. I mean, but life was taking you guys both in a different direction, but it's something you said at the end of the chapter that I was, I want some, that I thought was something every man and woman needs to hear that, um, that will make an impact on people. And if you can, if you can remember what that is, please uh, tell them exactly what that is, because I think it would be better if you said it. You said at the end of the story, at, 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 the, end, end? at the end, of, at the end of that chapter. Yes, ma'am. And it was about. Uh, well, go ahead. One of the things that one of the things that I said um, at the end of that chapter was that the most important relationship we could ever have is our relationship with God. Was that it? That and the, the sentence before it. That the we sentence before on, it. We, we, hold on, on, we hold on to relationships that are not working because we do not want to be alone. That's it. I said that earlier. Yeah. 
And that's why I wanted to rephrase, I wanted to restate that because there's a lot of people that do that. And, you know, we hold on to relationships that are not working because we don't want to be alone. Because being alone means that you failed at something in, in many people's minds or that they, that no one loves them. But again, the most important line of that is the most important relationship we could ever have is our relationship with God. And I, I wanted people to hear you say that specifically, because I believe if I said it, it wouldn't have been as an impactful. But the fact that you say it and you've lived it makes a big difference. So here's my thing. Why do you think that is so important today in today's world? Why do you think it is that we forget that we are loved by someone else who is stronger and bigger than anything else in this world? Say that again. Why why is it that you wanted people to hear that the, the the phrase we hold on to relationships that are not working because we don't want to be alone. And the fact that God is something that we really need to have at the center point of our lives. Like I was sharing with one of my friends this morning um, who's going through something. Um, I told her, take her focus off a of man and put her focus on God in herself. I said, pray more, read your word more, spend more time in God's presence and take your focus off a of man. So when a person take their focus off of man and put it on God, God is gonna line everything up. Am I making sense? Yes, ma'am, when you, you have, are. When you, have, when you have that true relationship with God, that intimate, personal relationship with God, when you're getting in God's presence, when you're spending time with him, you know, even when you're dating someone, how do you get to know them? You have to spend time with them. Am I right? Mm -hmm. So the same thing with God. You have to spend time with God to get to know him. But once you get to know him, you will never feel alone. You will never feel alone, not with God. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I love your passion for, for God because, you know, that, that and complete, when you read the book, you'll see that within the book itself, too. Because here's the thing. And I, I, try, I, I try not to put my belief on anybody else, but I am very vocal about my belief in God. And what he's done for me and for others around me. The one thing that I really see that this is, is that there was one point in, in the book that you had noticed that you were starting to put your relationships with the, your husbands on a pedestal higher than God at one point. And you noticed that that was what was starting to, you were starting to get that wisdom like, oh, this is why I'm getting into these situations. Can you explain to the audience what that was like when you finally had that, that, um, that light bulb go off in your head and you realized what was going on? If it's okay with you, I want to go back to my, the chapter on blessings 
I think it's called Blessings and Betrayal. Yes. Yeah, Blessings oh, and Betrayal. Yeah. Chapter five. Well, my husband at the time, it was Andy. I can't, I don't want to use their real names, but um, in the story, it's called Andy. Um, Andy was so good to me. He would buy me flowers, take me out to dinner, take me to the movies, wine and dine me. If I needed something, it was it was done. He treated me so special mm-hmm. that I put him on a pedestal. I really did. I thought he could do no wrong. And after we got married, we dated for three years. And after we got married, we was married for a year and two months. And he kept on saying, oh, I got to work this weekend. I got to work this weekend. And I said, okay. He kept every every weekend he had to work. And I was like, that's strange. I said, he never did that before. He wasn't doing all that when we were dating. So anyway, my spirit prompted me to go to New Orleans. So I asked my oldest sister, I said, would you go to New Orleans with me? She said, what are we going to do? I said, I want to go and check on, I want to go check on Andy. So we drove to New Orleans, me and my oldest sister. And when I got there, now you know in New Orleans, no one leaves the door open, right? Mm -hmm. The door, door, I turned the doorknob and the door opened. No car, his car wasn't there. His car wasn't there. But when I went in, followed my spirit, went in, my sister stayed in the car. When I went to his bedroom, I found a woman in his bed. And the woman asked me, who are you? I said, excuse me? I said, I'm Andy's wife. She said, well, I'm his girlfriend. She said, we've been dating for for six months. I was devastated. My husband had been dating a woman for six months. And I put him on a pedestal. That's why I say I would never put a man on a pedestal again. Not ever like God. Guess what? God is going to be on a pedestal. Yeah, and I, and that's that's another reason why I wanted you to to talk about that because I believe that's what happens in a lot of these in these uh, marriages that don't last very long is because of the fact that they're putting one another on that pedestal instead of putting God first and then themselves and then their relationships and their children and whatever yes. else after that. Because, and that's what's destroying a lot of these marriages straight from the beginning. And and obviously, I hate using yours as an example of this, but again, how many times have you been married? I've had four husbands. And I've had four four husbands and two boyfriends. And in my entire in my entire life, I'm fifty five. And three of them showed masks of, oh, they're the perfect man, and then turned out to be monsters, if I remember correctly. Correct. So this is this is what we're talking about. This is the reasons why we're, we're God is showing us today someone who has been through hell and high water multiple times just to show to everybody else hey, it's not too late that you can get the heck out and get the support you need. Find the people that are going to help you to get out of that. 
And, you know, I, I'm, I am so grateful to um, Mr. Dominic Edmonds for connecting us because for anybody else who doesn't know who that is, sometimes I forget. Um, the Dominic Edmonds is the publisher that actually helped uh, Erica uh, publish her book uh, from Empowered uh, Publishing Worldwide. And he's one of those that has helped us to actually um, get a lot of the authors that are interested in the show at the beginning. So, and I wanted to push that out too, because again, there are a lot of things like your stories that people from these bigger publishing companies would be like, I, we don't need that. That's not going to sell us any books kind of thing. But he was strong enough, understood enough that your, your book would be powerful to at least somebody in this life. Like you said, you already, you've sold, uh, what, 135, if I remember correctly, so far? Yeah, yeah. And it's been, over 135 copies. And it's been out since when? June. Since June. Okay. Now, to a lot of people, that may not sound like a lot. But for an independent author, that's a lot. That is a lot. But here's the other thing that's that's making this more important than anything else. She's already creating an, a way out or strength, that seed of strength within someone's life already that she knows of. She doesn't, there, there may be thousands of the women and men that have actually read this that she doesn't even know about yet. And we pray that that happens, that this, like this, this one seed came from here. Here's the one thing that I love about storms. They're not there to always destroy. A lot of times they're there just to get off everything else away from you. So when someone leaves you, let them go. They don't want to be around. <laughs> Let them go. That's the storm coming through. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I love the way you put stuff. It's it, it's God's way of saying, you know, like I like I told you before, he works through me. I don't work through him. So whatever I say, that's all him on that one. But um, but it is true though. It is, it's true though. So in fact, if, if you if they don't want to be with you and they don't want to support you, get them out. If you feel like you're in danger or something, get out. If you don't like your job, get out. <laughs> if you want to write a book, sit down. Start writing it out. You want to heal? Write it down. Print it. I bet you're going to help somebody down the road. Let's do it. Let's do it. See. I'm, I'm, I'm getting you started. I'm getting you started on your second book already. Um, <laughs> no, I'm t- look, I'm telling you, this is just, I, I, I believe this all my heart. I really do. This is just the beginning uh, of your literary journey, because obviously with someone who's been through so much, you're an educator. You were an elementary school teacher for 10 years. Yes. That's yes. I, that's enough right there to say, okay, I know how to do this stuff. I know how to teach. <laughs> yeah. You're a minister too. So you already know yeah. how to talk. We already know that. We already yeah. know how passionate you are with God. So, I mean, I'm just saying there may be another book come around later on here. Um, but, you know, especially at the end of the book, you close it like it's a sermon. You close it like it's an actual sermon. And that's what I love about, about the book is the fact that your life is a sermon. 
you have seen so many things and you've seen how God can change your life and it, that he's changed your life and the relationship that you've built with him over the years. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't see that very often. And so what was it that pushed you to do that? What was it that pushed me to do? I'm sorry. To, 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 no, you're good. To, uh, to end, the, end the book like it was a sermon. Well, I knew that people needed to hear not my words, but God's words. And that's, see, th there you go. That's th right there. Everybody, I'm sorry. I had, to, I had to, um, my battery was getting low. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I'm Sometimes sorry, my battery, my battery was getting low. But anyway, um, like I was saying, I knew at the end that was, that was, that was the Holy Spirit that was leading and guiding me as to how to end my book. But oh. those words were not my words, those were God's words. Because I say my word not gonna heal nobody. My look, my general words not gonna heal nobody. But God's word, guess what? Will will help someone to get through. So everything in my in my final chapter is basically basically what God told me to say. And you know what? I, I think that's the best way to end it on that part right there with you. Because see, that's what I mean is that a lot of a lot of authors they always like they're always adamant about, okay, at the beginning, it has to sound like this, or it needs to be worded this way. At the end, I want it to be like this. And in between, we'll figure it out. But with you, it was like, I already knew the beginning and I already knew the beginning and the middle. God wants me to write it a certain way at the end. So I'm going to let him just write it. It wasn't me writing. It was him. And that's exactly. something I really, really thought was really good about the book. So, I always ask people this before I, I bring on Marcella, Marcella, or as like Siri says, Marcella. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Every time I say call Marcella, it says calling Marcella. Um, but I ask this last question to every author, and then it goes into her, her questions too and her, her little corner. Um, every story has a meaning behind it. And every author prays that the readers will clearly understand that meaning. So what knowledge or feelings do you want them to walk away from this and about you? What I would like for people to take away from this book is not to give up on love and not to give up on God. Love is the greatest gift. And it's very important that everyone have it. So don't give up on it. It's the greatest gift. You know what? I, I think that's an awesome way to uh, to go into Marcella's corner with her questions <laughs> on this. So, Marcella, it's all you. Go ahead. Are you ready, Erica? We have five questions and just quick responses. So, okay. um, you ready for number one? Yeah, I'm ready for yeah, number okay. one. All right. What person, event, or book inspired your literary journey that could also inspire others to do the same? Give me that question one more time. Mm -hmm. What person, event, or book inspired your literary journey that could also inspire others to do the same? The title of the book 
the title of the book that inspired me, I had to get the book because I wanted to give you the exact name. Mm-hmm. It's called The Vision Blueprint, and it's by Dr. Valerie Richardson. Can you say this it one more time? The, the Vision Blueprint, and it's by Dr. Valerie Richardson. This book inspired me to write my book. If you read this book, there's no way you're going to have a vision and sit on it. This book made me got up and published my book. See? That's amazing. Amazing. Ready? Number two. What are some common traps for aspiring writers that you either have had on your journey or you've seen happen to others? Give me the question one more time. Sure, yeah. What are some common traps for aspiring writers that you either have had on your journey or you've seen happen to others? I can tell you this. For me, one of the one of the common traps for me was the enemy was fighting me so hard on me not publishing. And that was the trap for me that I had to get out of because the enemy fought me with everything that he had not to publish my book. Like he he even tried to make me feel like you're a minister. What are people going to think of you? You have you've had four husbands. What's your what's your pastor? What's your pastor's going to think of you? What the congregation is going to think of you? But guess what? I published my book. Because guess what? I said, if God be for me, who can be against me? So it didn't matter what other people, it didn't matter what other people thought of me. It's what I think of me that matters. What I think of Erica. Absolutely. I love this. (laughs) Question number three. This is my favorite one. I'm getting a little emotional. I'm sorry. No, don't do it. Do not. Okay. No, Anybody that ever comes on this later on, do not do not have to worry about getting emotional. <laughs> we want you to be passionate. We want you to get, feel what you feel because that's what's going to have you allow you to connect with our audience because that's yeah. what our audience is wanting. They want to connect with authors. They want to feel what you're feeling. And that's great. Sorry, go ahead. You're, you're good? Okay. You all good, Erica? <laughs> yeah, I'm just concerned about my battery. Go ahead. Uh, we're all right, so, done. We're fine. Yeah. Number three, my favorite question. What is your writing kryptonite? Say that again. <laughs> what is your writing kryptonite? What does that mean? <laughs> for for context, kryptonite is the stone from the planet Krypton, um, Superman's home planet, that on Earth makes him weak. It takes his power. So when, okay. when you're writing, what what is the what is it that when you're writing is like the thing that keeps you from writing? Like, is it like procrastination for some people? It is other people whispering in there, like you said, with the enemy, uh, telling them that what they're writing is worthless and that they shouldn't do it. What is it that keeps you from writing sometimes? Uh, 
I know whenever I whenever I was working on my book and writing, I always had to have that quiet. I had to have everything had to be quiet around me. I can't I can't write with noise. So distractions. Right. I, I so I, I, have to have, I have to have my quiet space to write. I can't I just can't like some people, they can go to a coffee house and write. I can't do that. Like, you know, this is true. I, you know, mm-hmm. I have to have that quiet space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. I hear you. Got it. Got it. All right. You ready for number four? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> She's getting into it now. <laughs> if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? Say that again. <laughs> if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? Just do it. <laughs> there you go. There you I go. would tell if my younger writing self, I would just say, just do it. Just mm-hmm. do it. Nobody tell no, Nike. No, no one tell Nike. No, don't tell Nike. <laughs> They're going to get after us on this one. Uh, at some point, they will. <laughs> probably, probably. Then we'll have a Maccabee shoe. Ooh. We need I can, an make, Erica I can make money yeah. off of that. I can make real good money off of that. Well, I couldn't do it because I'd have to bring Erica in on it too. That's so exciting. I wouldn't have to do as much because she's the one who said it. So okay. <laughs> I'm good with that though. I'm good with that. All right. So last question. What quote inspires you to continue writing or encourages you to be the best you can be? Let me hold on. Let me get this right quick. Something my sister shared. My sister shared this with me this morning. And um, I want to share it with y'all. Okay. It says, love is the ultimate reason why we live. Ooh. Who said love that? is the ultimate reason why we live. Who said that? I, I don't know who said it, but she sent it to me like one of those, you know how you send someone something with the little like balloon-like things around you know, it? You know so, what? We'll just say we'll just say it was your sister. Your say your sister quoted this one. <laughs> Until we can get the actual <laughs> She sent it to version. me. She sent it to me this morning. Well, you know what? Erica's sister is very wise. She is very, very wise. And I will take that. So you know, I want to, you know what? I want to thank you, Erica, for being here and for sharing with us the story behind the book, Broken But Blessed, which everyone can go onto Amazon and they can get their own physical copy of that. Um, Please, please, please head over to Amazon, grab your copy, tell your friends, tell your family, tell the stranger we're sitting right next to you, hey, come and get this book. Because it's going to spread the word about domestic violence and what we need to do to fix this and get rid of those masks. So, Erica, the floor is yours. Please tell everyone where they can find you, where they can, if you have any special events that are going to be coming up soon, anything that you want to close the show with. Well, I just would like to encourage people to um, 
order my book. Like you said, they can get it on Amazon. Um, also, if you want to contact me, my number is 225-288-1850. You can contact me. I'll be happy to personally sign your book and mail it to you myself. And also you'll get to talk to the author. Um, and I will plan some events. I will plan some events going forward, like meet the author and um, I probably will do some pop-up shops or whatever and stuff like that. But I'm just going to be led by God as to how he want me to move as far as what, what I would do in the future. I know a lot of people are going through things right now with the pandemic and the coronavirus and, you know, everything. So I'm being sensitive to the needs of people, not just my needs. So um, that's why I gave you all my phone number. Because, you know, I want it to be personal. God told me to make my make my book personal, make serve, make selling my book personal. So that's why I gave my number out. And also my email address is diamond1850 at gmail.com. So if you want to send me an email, you can diamond1850 at gmail.com. You know what? I, I, that's a first. Um, <laughs> here's all my, here's all my information, but you know what? I'm glad she did that. I really yes. am because with this, there's no excuse for anybody not to reach out if they're in that situation or want to know more about, about anything about the situation that you're in, or if you need, just, you just want to learn something about Erica, you know, mm -hmm. and her story, please reach out to her. She's already given you all the information. And you can go back later on if you you didn't get a chance to write it down. Don't worry about it. You can go on to your uh, on platform. The favorite, yeah, on the replays <laughs> on your favorite platform, Spotify, I uh, Apple or excuse me, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google. I mean, there's tons of places you can go. But you know, we're going to get that information out there for you as well. I'll grab it from her a little bit later. But please get a hold of her. I mean, she's ready for y'all. You just got to reach out, just show up. So Erica, thank you for being on the show again. Thank, thank you for giving me. Thank you for being that wisdom uh, consultant for us. Because again, there was just so many gems of wisdom that were dropped on, on us today. And, you know, please, please stick around with us after I'm going to drop you off of here real quick, but please stick around. And uh, we're going to get our final thoughts over to the audience and then you know what? We'll see where it goes from there, okay? Okay. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. So stick around, okay? Okay. All right. I mean, what do you what do you say? <laughs> what do you say to that? It's just fabulous. <laughs> see what I mean? This is a, I, I love the show because it's it's just bringing so many different things out there, you know? Yeah. So what <sighs> I don't know. I just this is one, one of for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, this is gonna yeah. be hard. But you know, it's it's one of those things. That I'm just glad like, we did it. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's going to it's going to physically help somebody a little bit later on, mentally, emotionally, help somebody else. So that's what we're here for. You know, if you've got a story that you want to. Uh, to share with us. If you want to be a guest on our show, please head over to our new website, beyondthepenpodcast.com. 
and it's up and running. I checked it this morning. It was working. Yeah. <laughs> Last night I was having difficulties with it, but yeah. uh, it's up and running again. And you can go on there, listen to uh, and watch some of the stuff that we have. Um, I don't have the live stream uh, videos up there yet. I will later on at some point, but I think I'm just going to keep it audio because that way everybody has a chance of just being on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's, it's one of those things that I, I really believe that. And this is why I always say it. If you have a story, please, by all means, get in touch with us. You know, we've got new uh, emails up um, for the show specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're actually up and running completely yet, but I'm not going to give them out just yet. But until that point, go on to our website again at www.beyondthepen.com or excuse me, beyondthepenpodcast.com. <laughs> Podcast, I, yeah. It's so new, I can't even remember very well. <laughs> but um, please do it by all means. There's a contact list on there mm-hmm. and you can just fill that out and we'll be able to get in touch with you, yeah, talk to you. Info, get, we'll call here. you. Absolutely. You know, yeah. here's here's the other thing. Uh, we're already starting to talk to a lot of independent um, independent publishing companies. So the future is going to uh, we're going to be creating these affiliations. So we're going to be starting to spotlight some spe- um, some specific uh, publishing companies that month. So, for instance, I believe in. May or June, we're going to be working with uh, My Word Publishing or uh, JNF Enterprises, and we're just going to be spotlighting their authors for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right now, we're working with Empowered uh, Publishing Worldwide, mm-hmm. and y'all can go to their uh, their website and look at some of the uh, publishers that they have on their books right now. Some of the books that they've been pushed out, um, you can link with us and we'll be happy to uh, push you towards them as well. Um, Dominic is a really good friend of mine. Uh, We've been able to talk through the, through the year and uh, he, he's helped us a lot out with this. You know, Erica is one of his authors and I really, really believe that um, the more that we get authors on here, like the, like Erica telling their stories and giving them the chance to, you know, work on their, uh, their interview skills and stuff like that that's going to help them to become that next great literary icon in their right. field. That is, that is our goal. And, you know, we're also working on a couple of other things in the background, nothing we can say yet because, you know, we want to make sure that we have everything lined up first, but just know that we're working on stuff. And if you want to help no spoilers. us out, no spoilers, <laughs> no spoilers. But I will spoil. I will say this for a spoiler: it's beneficial to everyone. That's the that's that's it right there. So again, if you want to help us out with this and to just help provide a little bit of a chance for us to um, get better at this, um, get to where the quality is a little bit better, um, please go to our cash app at uh, the dollar sign beyond the pen podcast or our patreon ch- uh, page at uh, patreon.com forward slash beyond the pen and if you want to donate to us please great it will be helping 
just know that we're not pocketing any of this yet. No. Uh, this is all for operational uh, cost of like subscriptions, making sure we got the right uh, yeah. audio programs that we can push it out to people right way, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and if so you, much that goes into it. Yeah. Oh, I never yeah. knew how much went into an actual podcast until I started one. Yeah. It is insane. It is insane. And I love yes. every minute of it. Um, <laughs> but please, yeah, go to that. We have a link tree you can go to. Um, that way you can actually connect to it a little bit easier for going to your favorite platform. Um, like I said, we're on 17 different platforms. You can go to our pages to put all of them out there. Um, there's too many of them for me to even just know off the top of my head anymore. I just say, just go to these links. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, just for that, just because it's our show and we're going to do it anyways, um, both of us are voice actors. Um, mm -hmm. And if you need uh, some voiceover for either one of us, um, my website is macgriffinvo.com. You can go there. Here's some of my samples and stuff that I've done. Um, and I'll be happy to talk to you a little bit later on what I can do to provide a personality that will bring uh, your message to your audience, your target audience on an emotional level so that we can actually help one another. Uh, Marcella, you want to tell them where they can find you? Yeah, you can find samples of my voice over on the Wisdom app. You can hear me speak live on Clubhouse. Um, oh, and the replays too. If you look at my profile, it's Marcella Gonzalez. The, all the lives that I've saved are under there, the replays. And um, I'm on Instagram and pretty much every platform you can think of, Twitter and Facebook. You know what? It's I love it too. I love it too. And of course, let us know what you think by leaving a review for this. We had our first review that we saw last night. Oh my um, God. I was excited. I, I loved it. I was like, the, the title of it, love. I was like, oh, finally someone actually tells us that they love it and actually mean it. No, I'm kidding. Um, it was great. It was great, you know. And it coming from a legit person, because I actually found out who it was. And oh. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her yet, because you know what? She may come on here a little bit later. Anyways, uh, she's an author, too. And, you know, I... I Thank you again for that. I'll call her D for, for right now. Because okay. um, her name starts with a D. But anyways, yeah, I know. D, thank you for, for the review. We appreciate it. Um, everybody else, please do the same thing. Go listen to us. Um, listen to all the authors we've had on so far. I'm going to be pushing out a newsletter here soon just to highlight those people as well. So please, 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 please share us like us, do whatever you can just to get the word out about that. Like me, please. I really need somebody to like me. Um, Should we read the review? I'm like dying go to for read it. it. Go for I, it. I really it. want do to. It. Yeah, it. it says do love it. and she gave us five stars. Uh, as a debut author, I love this show. Listening to the backstory of authors and what's behind them, their writing and the story is refreshing. While I love learning about craft, it's more fascinating to me to hear how writers started and how their stories came to be. Keep the great guests coming. I'm not going to give her name either, but I'm so excited uh, about that. But oh man, it makes me feel so good. No, but, but this is what I mean. It's like if you feel the same way, please leave us a, a, a review because that's what's going to help us to get. 
you know, higher up on that totem and, and the analytics so that people, more people can hear these authors. So do whatever you can to help us, please. So again, of course, you know, continue to come and see us, come to listen to us and um, join us live here every Saturday at noon, Eastern Standard Time here on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube and talk and when we talk to another author about their story about their book and to learn what it is that inspired them to write that book and to know the story behind the story so until then folks remember keep writing keep inspiring and keep going beyond the pen beyond the pen Thank you, folks. We love you so much. Love you. God bless. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey folks, that's a wrap for this episode of Beyond the Pen. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating it. If you'd like to stay connected and up to date with everything Beyond the Pen, follow us on Twitter at Beyond the Pen Pod and Instagram at Beyond the Pen Podcast. For even more content and exclusive access to our guest profiles and more, make sure to visit our website at beyondthepenpodcast.com. Don't forget to join our Facebook fan page to interact with our favorite authors and fellow fans of the show. And if you want to take your Beyond the Pen experience to the next level, check out our selection of video interviews on Traverse TV's video on demand and live stream. You can access these interviews through your Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Google Play, iTunes, or the Traverse TV app. So until next time, thanks again for tuning in and remember to keep writing inspiring and sharing as you go beyond the pen.